Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. It is my heart to help you all overcome the real life challenges that you're facing, but in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host and life coach, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies, this week we have a special guest, Jen Rogers, on the Uncommon Teen Podcast. And Jen is a certified life coach, a professional speaker, a Bible teacher, and the podcast host of The Empowered Stepmom. And you might be like, The Empowered Stepmom? What? What does that have to do with me? Well, you are going to find out because Jen has a special message on her heart specifically for you, teen girls. And I cannot wait for you to meet her. Jen, I am so excited to have you on the Uncommon Teen Podcast this week. I have not had a guest on this podcast that has talked about what you're going to be sharing with these girls today. And from the from the background of what you're going to be sharing, so I'm really, really, really excited to have you on the podcast this week. Well, that's really great. So you said how many really, really, really. So I'm really, 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 really excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right. So we'll ask a couple questions to get started. The first question is, will you share your story with us? Where were you before you decided I'm going all in with God with everything I've got? And a lot of times, even as Christians growing up, we have to come to that conclusion in our life that, okay, now it's not my parents' faith anymore. It's going to be my own. So where were you before that? What led you to make that decision? And where has God brought you since making that decision to go all in with Jesus? So, you know, when somebody's telling you a story and they have this amazing, oh, and then this happened and that happened. And you're like, oh, that's really cool. That didn't happen to me. That's how I feel about my testimony about Jesus. Like, I don't have this bang up spectacular fireworks moment. I have this steadfastness of God saying, hey, Jen, hey, Jen, hey, Jen, here I am. And it took me some time to really realize my relationship with God wasn't really a relationship. It was very one-sided and I was not the one giving. I was the one who was taking and I didn't even realize that I was taking. So when I grew up going to church, to prove I went to church, I would drive by church and I would snag the bulletin and I'd go to the coffee shop so that if my parents saw me come back home, I would have proof that I went to church. And technically I wasn't lying because I did go to church. But I didn't do the church thing in church. I went and got coffee at the coffee shop. And then I went home at about the appropriate time. So that's what I mean about one-sided. I really didn't understand what it was all about. Even though I was in a Christian school and I was getting Christian training, I didn't really get it. And so throughout my adult life, I made a lot of decisions that left God out. And I thought we were in it together, but we weren't. Because I didn't really know who he was. I knew of him. You know, when you know of a place, oh, there's a really great restaurant over there. You're going to go to that restaurant, but you've never been in it, but all your friends tell you it's great, but you're not really sure if you believe them. 
That's kind of where I was in my journey with God. And as I went through, as an adult woman married, I'm remarried, which means there's a divorce or a death in there, and I'm divorced and remarried. And I had 21 years of heart. And during that time frame in that marriage, I understood that I didn't know God at all, that I didn't really believe in Him. That was a hard realization. And so during that transitional period, I understood that I wasn't called to do this on my own. I needed to change something. God was waiting for me. And so I really started going all in. I started reading His Word every day. I started learning more about Him. And so it was this slow draw in. So since that time, I've been challenged with the hard repercussions of a divorce. And I learned about God's forgiveness and that His forgiveness wasn't too small for me. And that I needed to lean into who he said he was so I would know more about who I was. I love Jesus. I absolutely love Jesus. I am married to a pastor and we both study God's word together every day. And I want to tell you that I didn't know as a young girl to pray for my future husband. So if you have not yet prayed for your future husband, I want you to take a moment right now. You can hit pause on a podcast, hit pause and pray for your future husband. And I'm going to tell you that I wrote a list for my future husband. And one of the things on the list was six feet tall. So you can put stuff like that on there. That's okay. But you also want him to be a man after God's own heart. You want him to be a man who will cherish you, who will love you, who will be committed to you. So take a moment and pray for your future husband, (laughs) because when you get the right one, it's pretty amazing. I tell you, it really does make a difference praying for that future husband. We've been married now for 19 years. And it is amazing. My husband loves God. He is a great husband, a great father to our kids. And so absolutely pray for your future husband. So important. All right. So now for something fun, (laughs) tell me something about you that not very many people know. I was thinking back in my archives and I thought, gosh, when I didn't know anything about anything, I joined the military. When I was thinking about it, I thought, Well, I was a marksman shooter in the Army in my training. So I learned how to fire an M16, was in foxholes and uh, firing away at targets. And I became a marksman in the Army. That is so cool. All right. So now I know that you have a special message on your heart for these girls. And you have some questions that you want to ask. Yeah, it's so good. So yesterday I was out walking the dog. So I'm one of those people that when you drive by in your car, you see them talking. You think they're singing with the radio, but that's not me. I'm actually talking to myself because, well, I talk for a living. <laughs> it's what I do. But I came up with these three questions. What if what you said could change a life? What if what you did could influence others? What if what you believed could change your future? And then I got this crazy idea that I got to put it together on paper so I can see it and visualize it. And what I came up with is these three big words. You have three important things that really lead into who you are. They're your beliefs, they're your words, and they're your actions. And what I want to share, just because somebody says something about you doesn't make it true. The words that people use They can encourage you, they can support you, they can bring you a lot of joy, but they can also cut you to the quick. You can get that message from a friend on your phone that doesn't feel like a nice message at all. In fact, it may feel more like bullying and it can change how you see yourself. God loves you for who you are, not for what people say about you. And it's really important that you know who God is so you know who you are because we are created in his image. 
So your beliefs, your words, and your actions, they really make up who you are. I love those three questions because it is absolutely true. There's that saying that I grew up with, and I'm sure my parents probably grew up with and their parents, but, you know, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But that's not true. You know, those words can, and our words are very powerful. I mean, in Proverbs, it says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And, you know, whatever we speak, we're going to eventually see. And notice it says death and life, not life and death. And it's because we're so quick to speak those words of negativity. Yeah. And we speak those words of negativity because they start in those beautiful brains of ours. So we start having that thought. We have that negative self-talk and we chew on it and we toss it over and, and then we expand upon it and we make it bigger than what it is. And we walk out what we talk out. <laughs> so as we're talking, whether it's verbalized or not, or it's internally in our brains, eventually we're going to walk that out, which is why it's so important. God tells us that we need to renew our minds. And I was sharing with you that you had recently done this great episode about anxiety. And in that, you shared that that's not of God. And I think about that and I think God is perfect love. And my husband used to tell me this in the beginning, honey, I love you. God loves you. And perfect love, it casts out fear. We don't need to be afraid of anything. And when I think back to my teenage years, and I, I may refer to it as teeny boppers because I just love how those two words go together. So when I was a teeny bopper, I had zero confidence. I had no idea what I wanted and I had no idea what was possible for me. And in fact, I had so many negative self-talk messages playing over and over and over again. And it really impacted my future. So I say what we do can really change our future. What we think about, what we believe, what we act out on, that impacts our future. Your future, it's it's probably a little scary because it's pretty big. And if you're a junior in high school, that question, where are you going to college? What are you going to be when you grow up? I mean, after a while, don't you just want to sling it back and say, knock it off. <laughs> like I, I'm 17. I, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to go to college, but I'm going to college because my parents said maybe I should go to college, but I don't know if I should go to college because I haven't taken the time to think about, should I really go to college? But that's what everybody's telling me I should do. I don't really know. What do I do? So I get the message that plays over and over in your head. Yet we have an opportunity to slow it down to say, okay, hey, God, where are you at work? What do you have for me? And if you don't know what God has for you, that's totally cool. Let me just say, you're starting with a blank slate. So take out a blank slate, take out a piece of paper and write down the things that you're really, really good at. Are you personable? Are you a good athlete? Are you really good at chemistry or math? Are you a connector? Do people come to you to say, hey, will you tell me or introduce me to so-and-so? Because you're one of those people that whenever you walk into a room, the heat goes up, that you have warmth emanating from you. What are you good at? For a lot of years, I did a lot of things that I didn't like to do. And I was not very happy doing those things I didn't like to do. Now I'm doing what I love. I also want to say, you're going to make mistakes. I don't know if you've heard the expression, fail forward. When we fail, it's an opportunity to learn. I was that insecure teen. And one of the things like for me, I think when we go back and we think of like, what am I good at? We instantly think I'm really good at singing or I'm not really good at singing. Like all those, those gifts that are like so out there, like you have to be good at one of those things or you're really nothing. But like for me, if you asked me that question back then, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you what I was good at because I was average at everything. I was okay at everything. And so like, I would not have been able to tell you, but one thing that I was good at that I didn't realize was I love to learn. And I wasn't the smartest person. <laughs> at all by any means. I mean, in middle school, I was in a remedial reading class because I couldn't read very well. I got good grades. I got all A's, but not because I was naturally smart, but because I studied for hours and hours and hours to get those grades. 
But one thing I always love to do is I love to learn my brain, like simple, <laughs> like give me a simple, give me action steps, tell me what to do. And I can go. That's not one of those things I would have thought of. <laughs> I think we want to make this way harder. Well, I mean, I used to make it way harder and I'm sure there are plenty of times that I still do. But when we break it down and make it simple, hey, what do I enjoy doing? Do I like skiing? Do I like riding my bicycle? Do I like reading a book? Maybe you like talking to yourself and you're a future podcaster. <laughs> Perfect. How about if we talk a little bit about what we believe? So when you think about that, I know that you are the expert in this area. What are a couple of challenges where teens are really struggling right now? I feel like some one of the biggest challenges is validation and just getting that approval from other people. I see that a lot. And even like you see that, especially if going into youth ministry, I've been a part of youth ministry for 19 years, going into youth ministry and everybody's dressed the same, you know, like they all have like the same, like, why is that? You know, like if you like that kind of way to dress, like I get it and that's great, but it makes me wonder, like, is it because of validation? Is it because of approval? And I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I see. And a lot of other things kind of stem off of that. And just not knowing, not understanding how incredible God made you and who it is that he says that you are. I think that goes back to knowing who you are. And that means you need to be in his word because we can't understand who we are because we came from him. He created us. And to think about that. So I always joke about, well, before I was the twinkle in my parents' eyes, well, way before then, before the foundation of the world. So what does that mean? Like before anything came into existence that we know of today. God knew your name. That to me is mind blowing. And I've been studying God's word for years. And yet I have a deeper appreciation for how incredible God is, even though I don't necessarily understand how that could be. I think God was so sweet to give us Genesis because he said, uh, they need a starting point. I wrote a story one time about Eve's wedding and how I think about that God is your wedding planner. Whoa. That had to be one incredible wedding and just the beauty of where they were, the purity of where they were. And so, uh, yeah, social pressure is, it is real and it is hard. And what makes it harder is when you just go along to get along, when you don't know who you are. And that goes back to what do you believe about yourself to be true? What words are you speaking over yourself? Do you know that you were chosen by God? Do you know? That really, and mistakes and all, <laughs> bad thoughts and all, you were chosen by God. That's pretty incredible. And I think that's where our strength comes from. And I know you have a community, it's called SOAR, which I love that name. And that's why we need communities like that so that we can come together because the world, <laughs> how often are we in the world? 24 7. So we must decide we're going to push the world away. And we're going to go into the kingdom world where God is at work. And we're going to read what he does in his kingdom so we can learn about the woman that he is calling us to be. And I think that goes back to earlier we said, pray for your future husband. Pray for you. Pray for God to reveal who you are and for you to remember whose you are. And I invite you to do that every single day. One of the challenges that I want to issue is this. Go in front of the mirror and look at your sweet self and declare I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And ask God to reveal 
that beauty to you. That is your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to do that for the next seven days to look at your sweet self in the mirror and declare, I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. One of my favorite verses, actually, I'm going to share a couple of verses, but one of them that I read several years ago that just really stood out to me, and it goes along with what you were saying, is Jeremiah 1.5. And God is talking to Jeremiah and calling him out and saying, I have created you for a purpose. And at the beginning of that verse, it says, before you were in your mother's womb, before you were even thought of, before you were conceived, before you were even in your mother's womb, I knew you and I approved of you and I set you apart for a purpose. Now, Jeremiah was a prophet to the nations. That's not all of us, but God has a plan for all of us. And I love that because before we were even formed, God knew us and he approved of us. He knew everything that we were going to do. That was terrible. He knew all the mistakes that we would ever make. And yet he looks at us and it just blows my mind. It blows my mind because like, I've been saved now for over 20 years. I've been saved. And like, it still blows my mind that God would choose me. Didn't you see me? (laughs) I was a mess. (laughs) And like, God still chooses us. Like, let that sink in that God knew you and everything about you and still chose you and approved of you. Like Jen said, speak those things over yourself. Can you share with us again, what that phrase was that you wanted us to say? Yes. So the most important part is that you're looking at yourself with your eyes open in the mirror. Okay. (laughs) You're looking at yourself and you're saying, I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I don't know if you know this, but at the end of every podcast episode that we do, I have them say, I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. And that is something that I have them say at the end of every single episode because I want them to know that their value and their beauty doesn't change because of what somebody else says or how somebody else treated you. God says that you're beautiful and he says you're valuable. And so I love that. That is so good. Yeah, see, God does that. I've never done this before as a podcast guest, but I created a workbook for your girls because I wanted to see visually what I was thinking. And then I just kept going. I was like, I am going all in for this. I have looked at what Jen has created. And let me tell you, it's absolutely amazing. I think you're going to really like this resource. You can find the link to this resource in the podcast notes, and it will also be coming out in this week's email. So if you are not yet on our email list, head on over to uncommonteen.com. Go to where it says don't miss a thing. Put your name and your email address in there. And don't miss out on all of the latest, greatest things that we have created for you as being a part of the Uncommon Teen family. Jen, it has been so good to have you on this week. I know this is just part one of our two-part series, but I'm just so thankful for you All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you this week. I hope that you know God has created you so amazing and that he has a plan for you that's so much greater than you could possibly even imagine. Now I want you to repeat after me and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see. How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, just a couple of announcements before we go. One, don't forget to purchase your ticket for Uncommon Teen Alive. I am so excited about this next year. God is doing amazing things, and I cannot wait to share more information with you about what we're going to be doing at Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Head on over to UncommonTeenLive.com and grab your tickets today. 
And second, don't forget to grab your subscription box from Beautiful Movement. I know that we say this is the November box, but it's really the winter box and you don't want to miss it. My good friend Megan Watley puts out these subscription boxes every other month so that you can be blessed. She's always doing something that is thoughtful, that is so beautiful, and will help you walk out your relationship with God long and strong. Head on over to jointhebeautifulmovement.com to grab your box today. And don't forget code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, to get 15% off your first box. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.